friends and family get railroaded in Queens Criminal Courthouse for minor crimes. I watched others prosecutors requested sky-high bails, forcing people to survive on Rikers Island for months and years because they couldn't afford to pay bail before standing trial. So we asked that the new district attorney, whoever's going to be elected in this county, don't forget that everybody is a human being. When you prosecute people, you have to remember that they're humans. They're not animals. Okay. Uh, and just a quick correction, we've received word, word that Clarice McCants is unable to join us this evening, but we have instead Kristen Miller. Kristen Miller is the criminal justice campaign manager at Color of Change. Kristen, Ted, uh, I'd like to thank you both for joining us. Pleasure. Thank you. Excellent. Uh, Kristen, let's start with you. Color of Change joined forces with other social justice groups to help form this coalition, Queen's Day for Accountability. Perhaps you could tell us a little bit about the impetus um, and the motivation behind the coalition. Absolutely. Uh, so, yes, we have joined forces uh, with lots of great local partners uh, to launch this coalition and started uh, back in July of 2018. Groups started coming together to talk about how we can really build power to transform the mm. criminal legal system in Queens, um, how we can... Uh, work to correct um, the errors done by D.A. Brown since the early 90s, and these conversations led to the founding of the Queens for D.A. Accountability um, Coalition, which centers black and brown folks, um, transgender and gender nonconforming folks, immigrants, indigenous communities, and all others who are directly impacted uh, by incarceration. Yep, and there's been a, this real push for criminal justice reform of late. Um, we've seen it in Philadelphia. We've seen it in Boston. Uh, yeah. Certainly on a, on a federal level, things are going the other way. What, what's <laughs> happening here uh, in, in these cities, in, in New York included, that's uh, making this a particular moment for change? Yeah, that's exactly right. On the federal level, um, things are going the other way. But when it comes to local DAs, uh, we have a lot of power here, and there is an exciting movement of DA accountability. Um, of course, Larry Krasner in Philly is a great example of this. Uh, the DA has the power to really change people's lives. Um, they can put someone away, um, take them away from their families for years, or we could have a DA that is focused on decarceration and alternatives. Um, and they, out of all of the elected officials, often um, the district attorney uh, is the one that really affects um especially black and brown communities. Mm. And uh, turning to you for a moment, Ted, uh, I'd, lo I'd love to discuss who's running in the race currently, but first let's talk a little bit about Richard Brown and, and feel free to chime in as well, Kristen. Um, yeah. Let's talk about uh, his track record. I mean, he's turning 87 this year. A lot of people thought he would die in office. Um, what's been going on, you know, these last, what, 25 years in Queens? Um, uh, he he seems to be a real tough on on crime uh, attorney. Uh, Ted, you want to you want to start off talking about his sure. record? Sure. I mean, he's yeah. He certainly is a uh, a product of the tough on crime era. He came into office in 1991, um, and he's resisted any significant reforms since then. So, whether it's the Rockefeller drug laws, uh, he's spoken uh, against marijuana legalization recently. Uh, he's also his office is known to have presided over dozens of wrongful convictions. So there's lots of work to be done there, for sure. Mm. And, and Kristen, what, what's been the impact of 
um, Brown's policies on black and brown communities in Queens, uh, the folks that are part of your coalition, as I understand it. Yeah, I mean, I think you played a great clip uh, from our launch on Martin Luther King Day uh, when the speaker was saying, you know, due to D.A. Brown's uh, policies, um, so many people are serving for the most minor of crimes. Uh, people are serving ridiculously long sentences. Um, he's really just locked, you know, put away so many um, people in our community for things like marijuana um, and other really petty uh quote-unquote, crime. Mm. Uh, maybe that's a good segue to talk about some of the demands that uh, Queen's DA for accountability and color of change are raising. Uh, I mean, we've seen uh, reformers or reforms being acted in, in Manhattan, in, in Brooklyn, in terms of the way uh, marijuana is handled or, or turnstile jumping is handled. Um, this seems like maybe it's an opportunity to get in front and really push forward uh, make Queens a model borough for the the rest of the city and maybe the country, depending on on what can be achieved. So, so what is Queens DA for accountability putting out there in terms of what it would like to see in, in the candidate that candidate that's elected and running? Yeah, so we sort of have an eight point um, main main demands. Uh, we definitely are pushing for zero tolerance when it comes to police misconduct and. Uh, brutality and police corruption. Uh, we want, we're calling for a complete end to cash bail. Uh, we believe that there should be no wealth-based or race-based detention. People are sitting in jail simply because they cannot afford their freedom, and this must end. Uh, we um, are also calling, of course, uh, for, the protect, for the DA to protect immigrant communities. Uh, we need uh, real transparency and accountability in the DA's office. We want data to be released. Um, those are some of our, our sort of basic uh, demands here. And cash bail is an interesting one. I mean, yeah. basically, uh, people could get are getting arrested and they're not knowing the evidence against them. Um, mm-hmm. because, and then they're going to Rikers. Do you want to want to say more what the impact that's been? And uh, are defendants even able to get a fair trial under these circumstances? Yeah, cash bail is, is a huge problem. Uh, people, as you described, people are arrested, um, spending, you know, days to months in jail uh, while, you know, being innocent. They, they are still waiting for their trial. Um, this is something that, you know, this year we have the ability to create real uh, progressive change around bail in New York uh, through this legislative session in Albany, um, and also Cuomo has has claimed that he will end cash bail. He claimed that last year in 2018. Of course, this hasn't happened. We still have people sitting in, in, in jail um, simply because they can't afford their bail. Um, I think we saw a, you know, an, a heartbreaking example of the problems um, with our criminal justice system, but also around bail uh, as, two weekends ago when at the Metropolitan Detention Center mm. in Brooklyn. Yes. Uh, this is a jail. You know, everybody there is waiting for trial. And during uh, the polar vortex, below zero temperatures, uh, the building lost heat and uh, people were freezing. Um, there were beautiful protests that happened outside, but you know we lived in a in a city where people weren't sitting in jail because they couldn't afford their freedom. Um, you know things like that wouldn't be happening. Yes, I mean you reminded me of something that happened to me the other day. I was at the bodega 
and the, the subject of the, 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 the jail with no heat came up and yeah. uh, a fellow customer said, well, you know, if there are there killers in there, if there's killers then they can just, you know, sit in the cold. But no one no one in there has been been convicted of anything yet. Uh, and right. that's, a, that's a basic constitutional right, um, yeah. right to a speedy trial. And it's not something yeah. that we have yet here in Brooklyn. So I, I hope yeah. uh, you'll both stay on the line. Ted, I want to talk to you a little bit about some of the candidates in this race. We're going to take a quick break and be back in a moment. Sounds good. 